Welcome to Summon Your Superhuman. I'm your host, Ria Mestiza, holistic health coach, mind-body performance practitioner, and this is the Pull the Curtains Back insight into how everyday superheroes have experienced tapping into their superhuman potential. To go from fear, frustration, and struggle to soaring next-level astronomical heights, I believe we all have more amazing within us than we know. I believe we all have unique superpowers, and I believe we all deserve to be our superhuman best. So let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Summon Your Superhuman. Today, I pull the curtains right back, because even though this may be episode number 10, in actuality, this is the original episode number one, (laughs) recorded all the way back in November 2020. Yes, I know. It's been a while. And it took me a while to get started because sometimes it does. So I've kept this episode as raw and real as I possibly can because I want you to hear the nerves. I want you to hear just how far I feel I've come since the start, the the first episode. And I hope you notice it too. So without further ado, let me introduce my friend from Des Moines, Iowa, Corey Dion Lewis. Today we are speaking with a superhuman all the way from Des Moines in <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> I hope I said that right. He's a father, a fellow coffee lover, and an everyday superhero in my opinion. He's a primary care coach, health education specialist, and host of the Healthy Project podcast. He's currently a clinical health coach at Broadlawns Medical Center, assisting people with disease management but also combines his, his passion with corporate background and clinical setting with his business, Actio Health. Welcome to the show, Corey. Rhea, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. It's, it's weird being on the other side, right? On the other side of the, of the podcast, right? That's right. I've uh, had the fortunate opportunity to be on your podcast twice now. Heck yeah. Recurring guests. <laughs> Just a little bit of background because I, I wanted to ask you if you could explain for everyone. In, for me, I, I think that you're in the first line of defense. You know, we spoke about this while we're all in, in lockdown. And because you're in that hospital setting in Australia, we don't, we don't have that. So if you could explain a little bit how that works. Yeah, absolutely. So as, as a primary care health coach, you know, my, my role or my, my job there's many things that I do within my role, but what I'm passionate about is helping our patients who have chronic disease that company for, for um, uncontrolled diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, cholesterol, you, you name it, um, to help them better understand their chronic disease one, uh, because, you know, the, the hospital that I work at, you know, the, the health literacy of our patients is very low. We, we serve a lot of the, the underserved or underinsured population at our, at our at my hospital, so really getting them to understand their chronic disease so they can realize the the importance of it, and then just coaching them through proper nutrition, what exercise looks like, and and really just coaching them and motivating them to improve those diseases. But so yeah, I mean, in a sense, it is kind of that first line. In one way, and in another sense, it's like that it's the the last chance, right? Because 
a lot of these patients have seen their doctors every every three months, every six months, once a year, whatever, and they have not improved. You know, mm -hmm. so they may have, you know, they thirteen A one C or eight A one C, and you're gaining weight, or their their blood pressure is getting worse and worse. And then the doctor's like, "You gotta see the health coach because there's only so much they can do as as the physician, right?" So they refer them to me. And I can really, I can take as much time as I need with them to get them to, hopefully to get them to better understand what's going on and to really get to the root of the problem. Because the, the physician, they don't have time to get to the root of the problem. They, they I feel like with, with coaches or people in, in health and wellness who take more of a, a holistic approach and you have like the more clinical, you know, physicians and things like that they know the problem. Oh, their blood pressure is high. I need to give them this. Yeah. And when it's not working, they're like, I got a hundred other patients. I got to, I got to focus on too. I'm not saying they, they don't care about their patient, Yeah. but you know, it's, it's great to have, you know, a health coach or part of that care team uh, that can take on that, take on that responsibility of getting to understand why they aren't, eating well because sometimes you know with my experience it's not always because they don't want to it's because maybe they, they lack the income to buy they feel they lack the income to buy healthy foods so it's my job to show them how to navigate their situation and improve their diet so it's, it's a lot of that that's amazing i i really wish we had more of that here uh, there's just this, there's a lot of avenues. And like you said, you know, um, as we call them general practitioners and, and the doctors um, that they, that people go see when they're, when they're sick, you know, they present with the symptoms and then that, you know, they only have a limited amount of time with them. So they, they do, I believe they do the best that they, that they can uh, given that bad appointment time, but yeah, that referral out to someone to get the information um, is, is crucial for anyone making any sort of change. You know, knowing what to do. We're only as good as what we know what to do, even, even as coaches. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's critical to have that, that kind of relationship or, or I guess know how to, to be like, Hey, look, I, I can't give you all the answers today. Um, but I do recommend you seek someone who can give you more insight uh, into how to take control of your nutrition and then therefore your health. Yeah. Absolutely. Because there, there are times where I'll be um, sitting with the patient and they'll start talking and they'll, they may have, say, for example, they have diabetes and that their diabetes is uncontrolled and they know that their, their doctor and the diabetes educator told them that they need to reduce their carbs or watch their carbs or whatever. And they'll say, I'm doing what they told me. I'm watching my carbs. But then they start telling me all the foods that they're eating that are carbs, right? So they don't, and I'm like, I'm happy you're eating fruit. You know, I'm getting like, that's, I'm not mad at that, but you know, fruit is a, is a carb and they have, they have no idea. They're like, fruits are carbs <laughs> or I'm like, yeah, yeah. So it's like little things like that, where like, like you said, they don't know what they don't know and, yeah. and, and no fault to them, no fault to them. But if, that's, that's, that's why I'm here. That's my job to get them to, to understand what carbs are and proteins and things like that. So they know when they don't see me anymore that they understand 
okay, I, I can have an apple, but I, it is a carb. I need to watch everything else that I eat. And, and, you know, I need to look at other things that way. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the glucose, I mean, the body, the body recognizes sugar is sugar in the body. It doesn't go, oh, that's a processed, oh, hang on, that's from fruit or is that, they don't, it doesn't know. It just says, oh, sugar has entered the system. Yeah, <laughs> glucose, absolutely. Same, same, you know, um, yeah. but I feel like we could probably go on and on about that. But the reason you're here today is because last time we spoke, we touched upon a topic that I feel we're both quite passionate about. And I feel like we probably could have spoke for another hour at least just about that. And I went, well, hold on before we open Pandora's box. Let's, let's save that one. And I'm going to open it today. Often and now in Australia, it's coming into summer season. So I'm already starting to hear from the people that are like, hey, I'm really keen on getting my summer body. And I was like, great. Summer's <laughs> like now, like it's coming up. Like, <laughs> You want, uh, so you want your body tomorrow, right? Okay. And, and so people are constantly looking for that, that quick fix, you know, that, that miracle diet, the, the magic pill that's going to give them the overnight success and the overnight results. What, what are your thoughts on, on this sort of quick fix mentality? So I see it so much. And I feel like over the years go on, the more I see it. It so, even with the, the patients I see that have a lot of weight to lose, I'm talking like hundreds of pounds. Mm -hmm. They come to me and I'm explaining to them, you know, what, what our goal, you know, what we're going to be doing, what, you know, what my expectations are, asking what their expectations. And when I get to that point, they're like, you know, I, I really, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds you know, by my, by my next visit. And I'm like, okay. So I'm looking and their next visit is next week. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, so I'm, I'm all about having great goals, but this is, this is crazy. And I won't say that to them, but I'm like this, you're not going to lose 20 pounds in a, in a week. I mean, you could, depending on how much weight you lose, I have seen people lose drastic Mount's weight. I have a story about that. I'll tell in a minute. <laughs> but what it what it is is like they they take all this time of not taking care of their body or their health, and then they hit a wall. Like, oh my gosh, I gotta take care of this today, like right now, and it needs to be changed tomorrow. And it's like, wait a minute, like you didn't you didn't gain two hundred three hundred pounds in a week. Like we have to really. This is going to take some time and. I'm thinking 100 pounds by a way later date than you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and even with people that don't that don't really have a whole lot of weight to lose, I see it's like that anxiety about having to lose weight. Like I'm overweight, or I, I have this 10 pounds I got to lose. I'll just get on this quick uh, protein shake diet, and they'll only drink protein shakes until they lose their weight but they haven't changed their mindset about their weight. Yeah. So then they lose the weight. It may be, maybe more. They're happy for a moment. Then they go back to eating everything, gain the weight back. Right. Maybe if, if not more, but then they go back and do it again. And it's because they're, they're so anxious and so nervous about, they got to get this weight off. It's all about just getting the weight off. It's not about making a healthy change 
and it's it's concerning. I mean, it's just doing that constantly, and, and this is a real true story. I I have I've had a client that would just go on protein shake diets to lose the weight, and then they lose the weight. They say, "Thank you, Corey. Um, I'm good now." They call me in a couple months, and it was like I just can't control. When I, when I saw I saw a hamburger, and I just couldn't control myself, and you know, then it, it started here, and I had this birthday. And they're seeing me again. I'm trying to explain to them what's, you know, what we're going to do. And then they get frustrated with the weight loss, right? They're only losing a half a pound or they're not losing any weight for a little bit. And they're only losing two pounds. And then they go back to the protein on protein shake only diet because that's where they got their instant gratification. Yeah. Like, as you know, weight loss as a life, like to change your life, you have to delay that instant gratification. Like you just have to, like that's that feel of it. Like, yes, we all want to get ripped before summer or whatever, but it's going to take some time. And I just don't think people realize if they do realize they're, they just don't care. They'll do whatever it takes to lose that weight. And this is a quick story. I was telling you, I had a patient had a lot of weight to lose. And I was seeing him for a few weeks, not, nothing, nothing long, just a few weeks. And um, he was like, I just don't think this is working. Like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not losing any weight. And he's really, really frustrated. It was a very bad session. He was just frustrated. There was no trying to calm him down. He was just very angry. Mm-hmm. So it was like three weeks had passed. Like he had, we, I was seeing him weekly yep. and then he canceled. And then third week, he was just on my schedule and he was there. So, uh, you know, he's in my office and he's like, I lost 30 pounds. And I'm like, Oh, okay. How, like, that's a, that's a lot of weight. Okay. And mm-hmm. he was, he was like, you're not going to believe how I did it. And I really believe this happened. I really believe this. And I'm like, Oh, well, what'd you do? He was like, <laughs> I got a, a message on Facebook that said, if I shared that message 30 pounds, 30 times, my wish would come true. And I shared it with all my friends. And I lost the weight. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I expected you to say, Corey. That's definitely not what I expect you to say. Okay. So I'm listening. I look at I look at him and I go, That's not true. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are just some things you just can't play along with. I was like, mm-hmm. that's not why you lost weight. Like, come on. <laughs> because you shared a message, you like some spam. So you spammed all your friends with this message and you think mm-hmm. because of that, you lost this weight? Mm-hmm. No. And I think he was so mad at me that I didn't believe him that I, he just stopped seeing me. <laughs> like, did you find out anything else like that he had done, you know, diet wise and anything else? Like nothing. nothing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. all for, I, I believe in the placebo effect, but that's like, I mean, 30 pounds is like, Mm, that's that's almost that's about 13 kilos that's a lot to lose in yes. three weeks it's a lot of weight that's a lot of weight a lot of weight did he look so like, like he lost 30 pounds no no okay he i would say he was probably just to give you some context he was i would say he's probably five ten five foot ten inches tall maybe five nine Mm-hmm. And he was a he was a solid five hundred pounds. Okay, 
like it's like five sixty five, like something like like he had a lot of weight to lose, and but he just didn't. He didn't want to do it. He wanted the. He was one of those wanted the quick fix. I need a lot. I have, and and a part of me kind of gets it, Rhea, in, in a way. Like when you're told you you could possibly die because you're so overweight, or mm-hmm. like, hey, I I don't you don't want to die, so like, let's let's get this off. And then when someone says, hey you know, we're going to do it the safe way and we're going to take it slow. You don't really, that doesn't really compute with some people. And I, and I do get yeah. that. I do, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, if you go too fast, the probability of you keeping that weight off and sustaining that weight loss long-term is really, really low. hundred percent. I always say that to people, you know, they're like, oh, I, I said, well, what, what have you tried in the past? And they're like, oh, Rear, I'm a yo-yo dieter. I've tried all the diets. I've tried all the fads um, and it works. They're like, yeah, it works. I lose the weight, you know, and I noticed um, in about four weeks I lose the weight. And then, and I said, yeah. And then what happened? And they're like, well, I, I you know, I, I put the weight back on and it's always with interest. It's always with mm-hmm. interest. Oh, always, always. You know, and that's the thing. And what grinds me is like what you were talking about is the expectations. It's unrealistic expectations, you know, and, and we can we can put it on a lot of things. Social media. Oh, yeah. Advertising, like people are trying to sell products, trying to sell their services. So they they put up the one in a million, you know, hey, look at this transformation in four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, and this person lost this much weight. Wow, look at them, got you the biggest loser programs and things like oh, that where man. they're actually, they're eating so little and exercising for seven, eight hours a day. Like it's, it's so unrealistic. But is that the sort of thing that, that you see a lot of as well? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's like, so even, so before we had this, you know, I knew we were gonna be talking about this topic. So I just, I just go, simply Googled magic pill, mm-hmm. magic pill, weight loss. Just Google it. Just, just curious. And you can't escape it. There's so much info, so many pills. This pill will help you lose weight, lose weight fast, mm-hmm. um, clinically proven to help you lose X amount, this, that, and the third. And at the very bottom of the Google search was, you know, magic pills don't exist, but it's at the very bottom. <laughs> like, so you yeah. have all of this. There's so much, there's so much stuff out there and it's for someone who is trying to lose weight and and be healthier, you have to, you have to determine what's more important. Is it really getting healthier and and doing it the right way? Or do you just want to feel good about yourself by getting on the scale and saying, oh, I lost weight and okay, I feel good right now. If, If you're okay with just being good right now for that quick second then fine, but you will feel a lot worse once you start gaining that back and you don't want to get on the scale anymore. And then, and then you're wondering what happened. Well, you know what happened. You know, you took, you tried to take the easy route and then it was just ended up being harder than you thought. Yeah. This is the thing people and I, and call it lack of education or lack of, of knowledge being put out there. It's if you lose the weight too fast, you don't get to keep it. You don't earn mm-hmm. it for keeps. If you do it slowly and you do it the right way, and I mean, people are deterred by slow because we're such an instant gratification society. 
but mm -hmm. if you if you do it the right way no you you get to keep the weight off and also the skin you know because what happens when people lose weight so quickly it's like well hey your body hasn't had time to adapt you're now you've got loose skin you've got stretch marks you've got all these sorts of things that that are are now drawing your attention more to it and and then that becomes a problem you know so <laughs> your skin goes through this whole process of yeah. being stretched out and then shrinking and then it, it, it doesn't have time to adapt if you do it slowly the the body adapts with the transformation that you're that you're bringing into place as well you know when i had a, a client who recently said well no, this is probably the start of the year she said ria I, i'm it's either you or i'm going to do liposuction and i was like mm. well look let me let me paint it for you real quick you you do the quick lipo route um it's more likely you'll be back to see me in a year or 18 months and and you'll be in exactly the same position if not you'll feel a lot more terrible than you feel like if you think you feel terrible now imagine how you're going to feel when you go through all that prep and then all that process and then because you haven't eliminated the habits and and your mindset around nutrition and health and living the healthy lifestyle then you're back at square one so which way would you like to go absolutely absolutely and you know what I, what i don't think people really realize is the importance of going through that journey so i like to tell tell people that i see like you know you we're our goals go from a to z z being that big goal right but you're going to grow so much in between that, that B to Y, like you're growing so much mm -hmm. and you'll learn more about yourself and, and how strong you are. That's where people really get to see how strong they are and how calm. Like I've had so many patients and so many people that I've talked to or, or had the, um, been grateful enough to be able to coach them that through those hard times and being able to look back at it, and be like, man, I can't believe that I went, I did that. Or that was, remember that one time where I didn't lose weight for, I had a lady who didn't lose weight for a whole month. She didn't gain weight, but she didn't lose weight for an entire month. And she was pissed. Right? Like she, <laughs> and she was getting tired of me saying, hey, it's all about the process. You know, it's all about this, what, this is what's, you know, this is, this happens. And it just, she wasn't trying to hear it. Yeah. And the, until it finally broke and she was able to, she ended up losing about 150 pounds over a year and some change. But it, it through in that moment, like she, as she's going through that, if she were to ever experience that again, now she has that experience to go, okay, I've been here. I know, I know what's going on. Now I know I have the tools to be able to, to fight through this. But if you're just doing, you know, the, you know, the, the quick fixes or the fat burners or the lipo, you don't have that experience. So like once you have that lipo and then you start gaining that weight back, you don't know how, you don't know what to do. You're like, uh, so then you go deeper into a depression, deeper into a hole because you don't have the tools when you, you could have just went to Rhea the first time and coached her through the tools and, and helped her through her process. She would know what to do that that middle that middle that war zone is so important for people to go through yeah
it psychologically really messes people up. It's like even that, that quick loss, it's like your, your mind hasn't even had time to catch up with how you look. Even with clients mm-hmm. who, who we've, we've managed to do, you know, a nice sustainable weight loss. And then we look back over the year and it's like, all right, you've lost uh, the equivalent of 45 pounds, about 20 kilos throughout this year. It's fantastic. And then I find, well, why are you still wearing these pants that are literally falling off you? <laughs> oh, no, because they're fine. What are you talking about? I was like, well, hang on. No, you've lost all this. Like, you're going to need to buy some new clothes. You know, it's a good mm-hmm. problem to have. It's like, no, no, there's a fight. And I'm like, look, these pants are falling off you. <laughs> I know. Like I had yeah. a client come in and I saw her in her, in her work clothes. And I was like, those pants are like, hey, you're, you're like, uh, you, you know, there's hanging halfway down your legs. And she, she didn't see it. And I said, and so I had to go to the extreme. I said, when you get changed, bring me those pants. And so she brought me the pants and I stood in one leg. Like I put myself <laughs> in one of those legs and I said, is it now time to get new pants? <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, wow. All right, I, I, I right. get it now. Because it takes so long for the mind to catch up with how you actually look. Even for me, you know, yeah. everyone, no one's exempt from, from not, it, it's a process. It really is. It, it, really, it really is. And even for, it is, it's, a, it's a mental, like you were saying, it's a very, it's a mental thing because I even, I know people, not anybody that I've coached, but I just, just and I know people who have lost a lot of weight and that they're still wearing the same clothes, same thing, looks like a, they're wearing a tent because they're, they're afraid to get something smaller because just in case I gain the weight back, I still have these. Yeah. But that's not the mentality to have either. No. Like, you, like that mentality, yes, you will gain your weight back. If yeah. you're just waiting for it to happen, yeah. like get the smaller size and say, this is who I am now, period. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, that's a good problem to have. Like hmm. you should be excited. I got to get new pants and like, yeah. have fun with it, but yeah. don't ever prepare yourself to go backwards. Like that's just not a great mentality to have. More, more we talk about it. It's that expectation. It's like, you know, people have tried mm-hmm. the diets, they've lost the weight, then they put it back on. So they don't want to get rid of the pants. They don't want to get rid of the clothes because in their mind, they're already going, yeah, I know I can lose weight because I've done it before. But I also know I've just gone back to square one as well. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just that constant thing. You know, when I was 21, I lived with a model. So she was, she was a professional model at the time. And I, I've seen it on even an extreme case. It's like, well, she's got to get photo shoot ready or catwalk ready by Saturday and it's Wednesday. And then you, the next thing you do, you know, you, and, and I've done this as a young girl, you know, not knowing what to the right way to do things. And I'm like, well, I have a party on Saturday or I want to go out. I, so I, I don't eat very much. You know, that's what they say. Eat less and exercise more. Right. So we do it to the extreme. So I eat very little and then I get skinny, you know, quote skinny for the weekend. And then on Sunday I'm binging out. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's a, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. It really is. It, it, it really is. I'll tell you, I, so I, I had this experience. So a few, a while ago, actually. So 2014, um, you know, you know, basketball is my, my love. Like that's my, that's my jam. But I, I had this competitive itch that I wanted to, 
I needed to scratch. And it was, I was watching ESPN one day and the strongman competition was on. And I was like, that looks dope. I want to do strongman, right? I, I, I just, I, I want to compete. Google it. There was a competition that summer. So I had eight months to train for this, this uh, strongman competition. There, it's called the Iowa Games, right? So like, it's almost like the Iowa Olympics. So you can just compete and you get a gold medal or a silver medal or whatever. So I called the director or the, the organizer of the strongman competition. And I was like, hey, I want to do this strongman. I'm, I'm signing up for it, but I've never, I've never trained strongman. I've never competed. What should I do? And he says, eat everything and lift heavy. That was, that was everything. So I'm like, you don't need to say anything else. <laughs> like, I, I ate everything, fast food, every, all the junk. And I lifted. Well, now, this was probably the strongest that I've ever been in my life. And also the heaviest. Mm-hmm. I probably gained, I gained so much weight. I probably gained 40 pounds right not and not all of that was muscle i got strong yeah but i was i was so overweight and then so it got to the point to where strongman competition was over you know i i scratched that itch i got strong everything was great and i was still kind of training that way and then a friend of mine asked me to play basketball and i almost died <laughs> i was like I'm sitting there, and he's like, Corey, we haven't even started yet. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, so then I'm like, okay, now I got – strong man's not for me. I, I got to get this weight off. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate and I, I understand the, hey, I got to get this weight off now. Like I, I'm, I'm looking – like nobody outside of the strong man commu- or powerlifting community or even mm-hmm. the gym community knew – that they, I was just a fat guy. I wasn't the strong, strong man. In that community, I was. So I got a lot of, I got a lot of respect when I went to the gym. And I was able to lift heavy weights, and everybody knew. Oh yeah, he's he does strong man. But at work, as as the health coach, <laughs> they're like, yeah, what like what's going on? So you know that anxiety of wanting to lose it fast was there. So I I understand it. Like I understand mm-hmm. like, hey, I got to get this weight off now because i don't feel good i don't look good shirts are feeling like i have a extra small on like i'm not feel i'm not liking myself yeah but it's it so i i understand that and i understand that where some people are coming from but you just have to learn how to fight it off and understand that it's going to come off just gotta just change a few things like you just gotta keep repeating to yourself that is it's happening and you know you're in a process and not worry about people are so worried about what others are saying or thinking about them right because if i was so worried about what someone was thinking about me even though i knew it like oh uh, you're probably judging me because you think i'm this fat health coach but that's okay <laughs> like, like you know like i know what's going on like i i know what i'm doing but some people don't like feel that way you know like oh they're, they're judging me or that, you know what I mean? Like you just got to try to fight off that, the negativity because you, you got to know where you're going. So what was that light switch for you then? Because, you know, you're in that predicament and you're wanting to practice what you preach, but you're also wanting a quicker result. So what, what was that turning point for you, Corey? Good question. And, and I want to say 
that I, I would love to say that it was it was so easy that I was just I just didn't didn't have the I didn't look at the quick fixes, um, even though I didn't do any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's in the back of your mind, like, hey, if I just do this real quick, I can drop, you know, some weight really, really fast. Um, but it was really, I guess, knowing that I wanted to do it, like, I wanted to do it the right, right way, just just for me. Like, it, it wasn't even as like, a, I want to be a role model for the, the people that I see. That wasn't necessarily the the motivation. It was just... I just, I want, I want to do this the right way. And I, I didn't have anything to prove. Like, you know, I didn't have anything to prove to anybody. And even if I did, who cares? I think you come, you, you get to that with maturity. Like if I had went through this at 21 or 20, it'd probably be a whole different conversation with myself. I probably would have got all the protein, all the pre-workout, all the fat burners I can get Mm -hmm. and to try to get, try to get cut super fast. Yeah, you know what I mean. But as an adult, understanding is like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it the right way for me. And that was eating a balanced diet. Took out all the trash out of my diet. It, so it was pretty. It was kind of easy. Just took out all the fast food, all the trash. Kept a little bit because I do, you know, I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> so you know, I, <laughs> I ain't putting it all away. You know, I didn't take it all away. Mm-hmm. But you know, I all all the fast food, all the fried food that you know I was eating while I was trying to get stronger and just was consistent with my workouts, you know, and I just tunnel vision, you know, yeah, at some point you got to get, you got to, you got to get tunnel vision, just zone in on what your goal is and not worry about everybody else. A lot of my teammates when I played ball always said I had tunnel vision because I didn't pass. And <laughs> so, when, so when, you know, when I'm thinking about, you know, my goals and anybody, any, anybody listening to this, when you're thinking about your goal, you got to just black out tunnel vision and just solely focus on what you have to accomplish and put those things in place to where you don't stress yourself out. Cause I've seen people do it extreme as well, where they, they get on tunnel vision because they have a goal, but they use a diet that they don't necessarily like. They just heard that their friend on Facebook tried mm-hmm. it and lost all this weight. So they're trying it and they're, they hate it. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're zoned in on it, but they hate every single moment of it. Right. So that's not, that's also not going to help you in, in the long run, but get the pieces that you enjoy that are balanced and then just zone, just zone out. So what was the timeline really for you to start to see those results when you, when you zoned in on that tunnel vision? Um, you know what, for me, I really didn't have one. I didn't have a time. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to change. I'm, I'm going to go back to how I was eating, how I was exercising, and it's just going to happen. And then I started, I would have, I didn't, I didn't really weigh myself for the first couple months, mm-hmm. but I, I guess I, I am a, I do, I don't mind weighing myself. I do it every day just to make sure I'm, I'm keeping and maintaining my weight. But for the first couple months, I just, I just kind of just left it alone. But little things like I would just see how my pants were fitting. You know, you can, you know, you just starting to see how I felt. That was the biggest thing, like seeing how I felt and then just be mindful of, yeah, how I was feeling. So I didn't really have a, I'm trying to think of the day that I knew, like, okay, things are different, but I really didn't have a time frame. I think most people 
can get themselves into trouble if they put deadlines on their health, right? Like this is a forever game. I, I, that's a, that's the thing that I like to say. This is a forever game. So I wasn't I wasn't training for a competition. I wasn't training for anything. So I was just trying to get my health back in check, feel better, and then the weight. I knew the weight was going to come off as long as I stayed focused. So there really wasn't a time frame. It, it worked out for me. Well, that's good. You had that expectation that it was going to take a, take some time, and I guess that took the pressure. Yeah. Um, well, that and and this the experience of I track. I used to track everything. Like I, I knew I know how much I used to have eight ounces of chicken with with my with my lunch and four ounces of this here. I would weigh and measure everything. So. I kind of, I just kind of knew what I had to go back to mm-hmm. that was, that was healthy. And I knew if I stuck with this and I got rid of the junk, it was going to work out. I was probably eating, oh my gosh, I was eating a lot. <laughs> like I was eating a lot. So it was like, I, I just knew if I, if I got rid of all of this and just stuck with, you know, a balanced diet of nothing crazy, have a protein, have some fruit have some veggies, you know what I mean? Drink plenty of water, exercise. I knew I was going to be good. So I wasn't really concerned of getting on, getting on the scale and being like, I only lost a half a pound. Like that, that wasn't even a concern for me. It was just getting, I knew once I got back on track and got rid of the things that was contributing to the weight gain, I knew I'd be all right. Yep. It sounds so simplistic. And I think that that's why a lot of people (laughs) get, get bored with it. You know, they want some like new and exciting, fun way to, to lose weight. Yes. I, I find, you know, in my clinic, it's easier for me to, to try to illustrate the process when they're coming to me for that advice. What I struggle with is when it's a friend or a family member. Yes. And, and they're like, they're coming, uh, they're like, all right, Rhea, um, let me in on the secret sauce. Like what's, what, <laughs> How, how, how do you lean all year round? And I was like, well, you know me, you see how I eat, you see my lifestyle. There really is no, I'm not holding out on you. Like if there, if there was a magic pill, I, I, I could give you that I, that I truly believed in that was, you know, not going to, not going to cause detrimental effects down, down the track. Like I wouldn't be holding out on you, you know? And I, I had a really, it, I guess I, it was quite a, difficult conversation for me to have with a friend of mine who said after she, she'd had her last child, she put on, you know, about 45 pounds, 20, about 20 kilos. And she, I said, well, all right, like, do you want, let's have a talk about how you can, you know, lose that weight. She's like, no, no, I'm all good. My doctor's given me a pill. Uh, mm. You know, I'll, I'll say it. I'm sure you've heard a lot. You know, people uh, get prescribed a lot, a duramine, right? And it's a, it's a suppressant and it's like it's going back to my model friend. She, she had all sorts of appetite suppressants that her agent used to give her and things like that. And doctors prescribe it to, to help you lose weight and things like that. And so because she'd had success with a previous pregnancy, she'd taken it, lost the weight real quick, and then somehow managed to maintain a slightly lower weight than normal, mostly from under eating and over exercising. Mm-hmm. She was happy to go back to that same protocol again after this. So I, I guess it's what would you say to the person when you're when you're trying to encourage them to take a greener path, you know, a path that's gonna 
be a more sustainable venture for them? So that's, that's a very good question. And it's a very hard answer. Yeah. Because like part of me wants to just have them just do it. And then I'll see you when I see you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know that's probably not the, the, right thing to say as a health coach <laughs> like but you get these people that are so animate like they, they don't want to hear you they just want to do just give me the pills and i'm good yeah and i just know like all right the part of me is like all right well um best of luck i you know i hope you have success you know if, but if you need me i'm here and then like clockwork couple months three four months maybe I get an email that they need help. Matter of fact, I posted an email from a patient on LinkedIn. This was months ago that this, this exact scenario, they quick fix. They wanted the quick fix. They didn't want to, they didn't want to talk about a balanced eating plan, nothing out of the blue, get an email, Corey, I need your help. I, I can't, I can't do it. It just went downhill. And now was I like, yes, I told you, I knew it. Like, no, like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I'm not, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to do, to be like, hey, sometimes you just have to learn on your own because only so much I can tell you. I can give you the information and say, hey, this is, if you're asking my thoughts, because a lot of the, a lot of they do say, hey, what do you think about this fat burger? Or what do you think about this um, appetite suppressant? Yeah, I'll give you my opinion. If you choose to continue to do it, that's on you. Right. I, I mean, I can't, I can't like threaten them or, you know, you know, I can only say, Hey, I, I don't, I don't think it's the right way because of these reasons. It's their choice to be like, to hear me and then go, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right, fine, but I'm, I'm here. So the, the only thing I can only, only thing I can do is just say, I'm here if, or when you need me. And the majority of the time they are either coming back or they come back, but later, but they say, I wanted to come back earlier, but I, I felt ashamed Yeah, because it, it didn't work. And as a health coach and a health educator, like honestly, weight loss isn't really my main concern. It's making sure you understand how to get there, like in, in, te in teaching you where you need to and coaching you along the way, the, the weight loss is gonna is gonna come, like it's, it's gonna come off. But if you don't know how to get there, and you're just taking these these side roads to get to your destination, it's gonna it's gonna be hard. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that was a really good response because we we have to try our best as health coaches not to take it personal. And I've really yes. learned that lesson over the years because before it would. It would upset me because you and I want to put our superhero capes on and we want to help everyone, yes. right? but, it, but not everybody Absolutely. wants it and, and, or not ready to receive it. So when they, right. and, and, that, and that's a common question I get too. It's like, oh, what do you think of this supplement? What do you think of this? What do you think if I, about that? And I was like, well, look, these are my thoughts. If I know about it, I'll, I'll give them my honest opinion. Um, and if it's something that I feel will be detrimental to them. So the last person I had success with, who came with me to, who said was, I was going to take Duramine. And I said, okay, that's fine. Actually, he was going to, he was going to take an illegal sub, uh, uh, substance actually. And I said to him, look, I want you to do your due diligence and research it first. 
Okay. I know your mates told you that that's okay. And you know, you're going to get quick results and that's all well and good, mm-hmm. but um, there, what goes up must come down. So please do mm-hmm. me a favor and do all your research first about these things that you want to put into your body and then come back to me and let me know if that's still what you want to do. And he did, he, he came back to me and he said, all right, I, I went and learned about all of these things that I was thinking about doing and I don't want to take that risk. And I was like, great. Cause I mean, it is one thing for us to tell them, but it's the other yeah. for them to actually like do the research and educate themselves on, on better ways to do things. And yeah, that's that fine line that I've also had to learn, you know, exactly what you were speaking about is, is if you're going to do that anyway, that's fine. Like I'm, I'm not going to judge you for that. And if you, you need me, you know, and in time, please don't hesitate to come back and ask or, or shoot me an email or anything like that. Like we're here, we genuinely care and we genuinely want to help. So yeah. 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 I, I agree with what you're saying about, you know, uh, taking it personal as, as a health coach, because as a young coach, you know, I, it, it just, it just hit different. Like when someone like, you don't want to take my advice. Like you don't think I'm a good coach. Like it, and you're like, it hurts. Cause you want to help me. And, and you, you believe as you know, that they're doing the wrong thing or you, you may think you can help them, but in a sense, in a way by telling them, Hey, I support you. I'm here when you need me. You are helping them. You're letting them know like, Hey, Go out and do, if you want to do it, you can do it, but I'm here. If they come back and say, you know what? I thought about it. I'm not really feeling it. I kind of want to do this the right way. Perfect. I'm still here. Let's, let's work. Yeah. Corey, I think that um, you've definitely been someone who's been able to summon their superhuman and is someone who's still working on continually growing as a superhuman in this world. Let people know where they can continue to find your, your content. Where do we find you? Yeah. Yes. So you can find me. I'm, I'm pretty consistent on, on LinkedIn. So if you just search Corey Dion Lewis, you can find me there. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Health Coach Lou. You can find me there. Go, you can go to my website, healthcoachlou.com, and my podcast, The Healthy Project Podcast. That's right. If you haven't already, check out season two, episode five. Yeah. <laughs> We talked everything. I've gotten so many emails about that, about that. Uh, episode. The last dance, last dance mindset. Yeah, so man. Good feedback, I hope. Oh, great feedback. Mm-hmm. Great feedback. People are like, I got to watch, I got to watch this podcast. I got, this is, this is great. Or yeah. And then it's just some really, really, there's some, but it was just value. There's a lot of value in that podcast. So. Absolutely. Yes, definitely go check it out. The Last Dance Mindset. You won't, you will not be disappointed. And the thirteenth of May, we also did one building a better you. So, that's right. We're, we're all about that building a better you. And do you have any parting words or any advice you'd like to give to people in terms of how they can potentially tap into their superhuman potential? Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. How can they <laughs> tap into their super? human potential you know i think if you're listening to this podcast and you've already made that first step of wanting to improve yourself as as something you know we're talking about weight loss here but there's something that you want to improve so that first step you've already kind of taken it by taking the time to listen what i said earlier getting tunnel vision and just focus on what you have to focus on 
and no one else. And you can make drastic changes and just understand that whatever your goal is, it's a forever game. And you're const- everybody's constantly in learning, constantly improving. And as long as you can keep that mindset of knowing that you're constantly going to be learning and improving, you will win. Beautiful. Boom. Mic cool. drop. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Make change. Make it happen. Uh, yes, thank absolutely. you so much, Corey. You, honestly, I, I really appreciate your time. Listen back, people. The Healthy Project podcast. Get onto it. Um, he's dropping bombs yes. every week. So, and we are here as well. So, thanks awesome. a lot, Corey. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ria. I get it. We all want the quick fix. It's easier that way, or it's so it seems. But that magic pill, that fad diet that's going to get you instant quick results, it's like taking a loan from a loan shark. The mafia boss, smiling, gives you exactly what you need when you want it, when you're desperate, and then comes back to collect with a vengeance. It's just the facts. If you call your way of eating a diet, you're already doing it wrong. Try to find something that's sustainable for a long time. Sustainable and enjoyable. That will get you consistent compounding results over time. And that was episode number one. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that we didn't, or I didn't, <laughs> ramble on a little bit too much with my nerves there. I think I finally I found my feet eventually. Um, but it was such a relief to get this episode down packed. And I'm very thankful that Corey uh, instigated that I just take a leap of faith and get it done. Speaking of challenges, I'm hosting a Summon Your Superhuman brain and body challenge aligning with the charlie to foundation if you go to www.charlieteofoundation.com you'll find the summon your superhuman team and for the month of may which is brain cancer awareness month uh, it is the opportunity to challenge ourselves learn more about brain cancer and raise money for brain cancer research so superhumans come do your part join the cause and i look forward to seeing what we accomplish until next time please like share follow all the summon your superhuman socials get on board even if you don't join the team i'll be sharing lots of content about the brain over the next month and remember strengthen your mind body and soul muscles superhuman and stay amazing and if you've listened this far keep listening to the very very end Awesome. The first <laughs> podcast. How does it feel? Ah, uh, amazing. Seriously. <laughs> amazing.